Are you itching for a good story? Laughter among friends, maybe even a mystery or two? Well, you're in luck. Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears, so you can listen to these adventures in any order you like. So, join us on a real play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Fantasy, action, mystery, friendship. Hey, this is Bryce Johnson from Expedition Bigfoot. You're listening to the Paranomaly Zone. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen. It does happen. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Hey there, ponderers of the paranormal. You are in the paranormally zone but you knew that already because you clicked on that logo that said hey this is the paranomaly zone <laughs> my name's patrick Koffenberg. i am joined as always by my co-host with the ghost the paranormal poster boy himself yeah i still got nothing i can't think of anything <laughs> to describe you as it's been a long weekend of uh trials and tribulations of yes. podcast attempts and here we are again on yep. sunday afternoon fingers crossed Sunday afternoon, yeah, it's it's like complete daylight out, and it's yeah, kind of throws me off. It feels odd, yeah. The yeah, the atmosphere it feels is different. odd that I'm going to be doing more stuff after we're done here than just having a snack and going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> is that your daily rit? Is that or is that your podcast ritual when we when we finish? You have a snack and and go and go night night. Yeah, depending on how late it is. If it's if it's early enough, then I, I make make a meal. Aha. Sit and watch Family Feud. Oh, geez. That's after very, eating the meal and then going to bed. That's very specific. Very specific. Yeah. <laughs> but well, you Steve know, Harvey. Steve Harvey. Yeah, absolutely. God bless him. God bless him. But <laughs> as I said, we've gone through lots of trials and tribulations as far as podcast recording attempts goes. Um, fingers crossed again, Mike. I swear to God, it has something to do with this dang topic. Uh, we had one brief issue already this afternoon, but uh, we're going to trudge through this and let's let's do this. We're going to get it done somehow, even if we have to, uh, even if I have to send you like 365 invites yeah. today. That so, one glitch was just a reminder oh, just, from the internet gods that it was. I can do this. I can do this. That's right. Yes. That's right. So never um, forget. Never forget. I can mess with you as much <laughs> as I want to. You know, if you are new to this uh, uh, podcast, thank you very much for tuning in. But yeah, we focus on all things paranormal, strange, mysterious, with a, an occasional dabble into true crime. And, and ho- comedy, humor. And comedy, and comedy and humor. But we also cover utterly horrifying true stories, such as the one that we are covering tonight. I guess you would label this more so as a paranormal um, 
event. Would you call that that a paranormal story, Mike? Oh, sure. Okay. It depends on if it's a purely medical or purely yeah, that's the thing. demonic. That's the thing. Yeah. So what do you listeners think? Do you consider demonic hauntings, demonic possessions? Do you think that that falls into the paranormal category? That's it. I guess I've never Absolutely. really thought about that that much. I, Absolutely. I agree. I agree with you, though, Mike. And Mike's already already anxious, I can tell, because this <laughs> we've had interesting experiences when we've tried to cover the story of Annalise McKell. We've heard Michelle. We've heard Michael. We're going with McKell. The, just the sad, tragic, true story of this poor yeah. young woman who, well, I guess we can just dive into it, Mike, uh, if people aren't Absolutely. familiar with it. I'm sure listeners... To the uh, uh, listeners of the Paranormally Zone are familiar with this story. Alleged demonic haunting, alleged demonic possession that ultimately led to her very premature early death. Uh, this story we tried to cover, oh, four or five years ago. We included it in like a, a episode of the Alternate Route podcast under demonology, I, I believe it was included in it. But we didn't yeah. really focus on this singularly. It was... Um, among other creepy demonic topics. Yeah, it wasn't a deep dive like no. uh, like today. Yeah, but we did have weird experiences back then. Sure. <laughs> at the end, uh, long-time listeners will remember at the end of that episode, I was I, I jokingly said, <laughs> well, I hope like, you know, we haven't been cursed now somehow, like my car won't start tomorrow morning, and guess what? My freaking charger, or not, the starter went out the very next morning. No joke. Bridget had mm-hmm. some unfortunate auto incidents involving a deer that very same night. It's like, my God. Uh, no pun intended there, my God. But I don't think anything weird happened to me. Nothing. I, I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, but this just this last Friday, we had the worst connection issues yeah. that I can remember. Yep, trying to record this episode. Trying to record this episode. Uh, and it was impossible. It was. It absolutely was. But I was very proud of you because you really kept it together. <laughs> you did not get overly angry, overly frustrated. Yeah, that's um you I, did well. You you handled it very well. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm 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 maturing as a podcast host, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, there that used go. to be some of my biggest pet peeves, Mike, as you recall very well, I'm sure I could. Oh, I do. I, I'm still it. scared thinking about them when <laughs> they happened. Well, <laughs> it wasn't good. Well, speaking of being scared, this uh this very topic is something that is kind of well, yeah, flat out frightened Michael. Uh, so much freaked me out. Since so the much beginning. so that he's actually he's leaning closer and closer and closer into actually buying the idea of demonic possession because you didn't. You know, talk about it a little bit, Mike. Uh, you didn't really necessarily buy into that that much, but this after hearing some of the audio, and we're going to share yeah. some of that again here tonight um, or today, I should say. That kind of made you think twice, didn't it? Yeah, when you do a, a deep dive into something, into the research, and you're you're thinking about these things as you read it or uh, watching some videos and yeah, there's, there's a lot to it. Um, Come on to it. Come on, say it. You got creeped out. Just say it. (laughs) I did get creeped out. (laughs) And, uh, and also, uh, you know, a side little side note uh, how you and I are going to be doing some artwork pertaining to our uh, um, episodes and topics that we do. I don't know if you've chosen yours yet, but I did have a dream that I chose this topic as a piece of artwork that I'm going to do. I'm going to do a drawing of Annalise uh, 
from one of her most horrific photographs of her when she's close to death, when she's been through these exorcisms and lost the weight that she has and her face is full of sores and sunken eyes and dark around the eyes. I mean, it's horrifying. If you haven't seen this photograph, um, just do a Google search and, and look at the photos that go along with this case. And it's, it's, oh, it's, it's amazing. It's sad, but as you said, Mike, it's horrifying. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, this woman was, I believe five foot 11, or as yes. you said the other night, you said she was six foot 11. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I slipped up. I was like, God, did you know that she was six <laughs> eleven? And you like, were oh. like, what? No, <laughs> Holy that's crap. impossible. <laughs> Annalise. Did you imagine six eleven and oh, man. 67 pounds or whatever yeah. she was when she passed away? That's what, unfortunately what she was. Yes. She had withered down to 67 pounds, you know, when she's damn, Ugh. damn near six feet tall. Yeah. Uh, and she was, you know, only twenty three when when she passed yeah. away. Uh, just Very a, pretty girl when before yeah. all this happened. Oh man, it's just it's again it's sad and and horrifying. But uh, man, it happened, and that you know that just this isn't this isn't make believe. You know, this, right? This well documented. Well documented. Yeah. That's the it. only decision making that needs to be done after this is was it demonic or was it purely right a psychosis of some sort or medical mm-hmm. situation because that there, you know, there is the argument for both, you know, and they're, oh, absolutely, they're yeah. proponents of the demonic possession. And there, you know, are people who say, Nope, Nope. She's simply suffered from a medical ailment. Uh, Mike, let's get uh, some brief uh, tale of the tape here. Yes. Uh, Annalise McKell born September 21st, 1952, Passed away July 1st, 1976, 10 days before I was born. Yeah. Uh, born in Bavaria, Germany. Technical cause of death, malnutrition and dehydration. She went, mm. this this woman went through 67 exorcisms. Yes, she did. Um, it, it, in uh, over a period of what was it, a year? Yeah. Yeah. The majority of them um, between 75 you know, sometimes and 76. Two a week. Mm hmm. How, I mean, just physically. Un- physically draining. I mean, for everyone involved. I mean, for uh, oh, she, right. she obviously suffered the worst. But yeah, I think it seems like Macy's getting anxious about this topic as well. Mike's dog, Mike's black <laughs> demonic German Shepherd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She found uh, one of her balls out in the backyard, and oh. she decided to bring it in. Why the hell does she have balls? That's a weird dog. Yeah, she. Yeah. Oh, you mean those type of balls? Okay. Tennis balls. <laughs> She's very ballsy with the tennis balls and <laughs> she things finally, like that. Finally discovered her balls. That just sounded <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, the, this is a true story, which actually was the inspiration for two separate movies, The Exorcism mm-hmm. of Emily Rose, which is terrifying, and, and Requiem, which I have not seen. I have not seen that one. I'll be upfront about that. But I have seen The Exorcism of Emily Rose, and it creeped the hell out of me. They're both kind of loosely based. Well, the Requiem is loosely based, but the Exorcism of Emily Rose is pretty straightforward based on this story. Now, it, uh, should I go by an article here, Mike, or should I go by my professional notes? Mm. You hear my notes here? Both are quite extensive, the, I'm sure. <laughs> right. It's very, very, very extensive. Well, some of the um, notes that I have, the first thing I wrote down was devout Catholic. So I, Very that, Mother was strictly devout Catholic to the point of being a bit odd. You know, and also to the point of 
not thinking that it's a medical ailment and getting to mm-hmm. the uh, the conclusion that this is demonic in nature. My daughter is possessed because. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, as a young child, her mother had uh, had something to do with the way she how strict she was with how partly how she uh, Annalise turned out. Uh, and her father was kind of a he was there, but uh, didn't really participate a lot in in the family thing. He just kind of kind of sat there and um but in fact when annalise and her sisters were her three sisters are very young she would make them sleep on the cold wooden floors in the winter time without a blanket because that was where they she had said that they were suffering for other people and other children Mm -hmm. the suffering that they went through was for other people for the other children I think you said like atone, atonement, right? Yeah. Atonement, yes. Very bizarre, strict Catholic. Yeah. And, you know, again, that comes into play. We have to keep this in, in consideration while we're talking about this. Um, yep, Macy's still playing with her damn balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, I don't have any dogs in my room right now, so that, that's, that, that's a plus. But they're, yeah. they're always really good. They just lay on my feet. Well, yeah. my golden retriever lays on my dang feet, and posse, yeah. posse just lays right behind me here, and just like, mm. yeah. But they're they're old and more mellowed out. Macy is just turning a year old this this month. Oh yeah, that's true. Very very true. Well, but, well, Vigo's he's still pretty young too. He's yeah. he's going to be four. Um, ah, yeah. On my birthday, Vigo. I share the birthday with me dog. Well, as far as my extensive notes go, Mike, Annalise first. Um. I, I don't, a prominent experience occurred when she was 16 years old, 1968. She lost consciousness. I know that, again, my notes aren't exactly the clearest here, but she had been speaking of hearing voices. Right. And she kind of went into a trance and she was having seizures at that age. And right. uh, so it was, it, uh, that was about the time I believe she was. Uh, diagnosed with an epileptic uh, condition. Yeah, that's the thing. The doctors kind of went back and forth. I mean, she, right. uh, you know, over the years, she had so many meds, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, tons of medications that were to her because yeah, they and not just simple medications no. either. These were psychotropic, uh, or you know, just yeah, for seizures and a psychosis and yep, um, I, and I have... some very strong anti-seizure medications. Yeah. That didn't do anything for her. No, that's the thing. And they kept on changing and upping the dose, so you know, yep. so to mm-hmm. speak, uh, anti-convulsion and seizure seizure meds. Yeah, not exactly. Um, I mean, I understand the the attempt to improve her condition, but you know, Mike, I don't even take Tylenols for God's sake. And you know how right. I feel about that. I can't imagine being on this yeah. stuff. I just, well, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. It uh, goes to say here that Annalise experienced uh, what is recognized by medical professionals, as we said, Mike, as severe psychiatric disturbances beginning at the age of 16, and she suffered these all the way through um, to her untimely death. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned be- before, she, the official cause of death, malnutrition, dehydration. Now, it is, is alleged that during these... Throughout these years, throughout all these exorcisms, it's alleged that Annalise intended to cause her own death by starvations too, as you said, Mike, atone 
for not only her sins, but everyone else's sins. The quote here is that she intended her death by starvation to, quote, atone for the wayward youth of the day and the apostate priests of the modern church. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, years and years went by, as you said, Mike, ineffective treatment, ineffective meds. She kept suffering these episodes, had suffered a second episode, 1969, her third episode, 1970, fourth episode, 1972. And it was around that time when the exorcisms began because right. her it, parents it took were some, at the end of their rope. It took some time for uh, uh, them to convince the priests and uh, to get the uh, permission from the bishop to right. actually do this. But, yep. you know, they had to have so many things that were happening and. Yeah, boy, Macy needs to be put on meds right now. Holy cow. <laughs> Mike's yelling at his demonic black German shepherd dog. I think Mary got the ball from her. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, you know, speaking of other, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, how do I say it? I don't want to say alleged, but because that makes it sound... That doesn't make it sound good. <laughs> but another supposed uh, ailment was neurotic epilepsy. That's what some of her doctors thought she suffered from. Uh, I mean, this, yeah, this, this poor woman was not in a good state. As Mike said, it took a while for them to get the approval from the bishop to finally bring in a couple of priests. Uh, Father Alt, Father Renz involved throughout the years, throughout these exorcisms. And uh, to... No pun intended. All hell broke loose. Yeah, <laughs> really... and things continued to get worse, and on, on a on a very um, strange level. Now, as I said, Annalise, we're going to kind of backtrack a little bit here. Annalise, born okay. September nineteen fifty-two in Bavaria, Germany, raised a very strict Catholic family, very devout. As I mentioned already, it was nineteen sixty-six when Annalise was still in high school, where she began to suffer from her convulsions. But it does say that court findings have her experiencing her first epileptic attack in 1969. It was then that a neurologist at the psychiatric clinic Würzburg diagnosed her with grand mal epilepsy. Mm-hmm. Soon afterwards, Annalise started experiencing, I guess, what you could be described as devilish hallucinations. I know she started seeing like visions of demonic faces. Right. Hearing these voices. Voices that would tell her awful things. Voices that were literally damning her to hell. Right. Saying that she was going to go to hell. and I shouldn't say literally, but they, she heard voices right. say that she was Well, it could have been hell. literally. Yeah, that's true, man. <laughs> that's very, very true. I mean, she started hearing knocking, mysterious um, knockings in her room. And, and her sisters uh, heard that as well. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, this isn't just something that was in her mind, in her head, you know, there's legit, legit something happening. I mean, that sounded really smart right there on my well, part, but you know what I'm saying. Right. Now, it was 1973, Annalise, uh, she was suffering from depression. You cannot blame her at all. Uh, so much so that she was getting to the point of considering suicide. Right. She did become suicidal. And still, you know, after five years, no improvement with medications or anything, you know. Yeah. That says something, too. I mean, there's, you know, all these medications and the severity of or the level of medications that she was taking and not 
not helping when they they actually they should have even if they right they should have even if if enough to just you know um you know edge it back a bit but yeah it didn't i that, mean no, it just continued to get worse just continue to get worse i mean there's something that again medical proponents are going to say well she they just didn't know what it truly was or they you know she needed even more meds i mean i don't know i mean everyone was struggling here this was a right terrible. well even you know in the beginning the priests uh they uh, uh inst- before doing any or agreeing to do the uh, any exorcisms they even um try to uh you know tell them to keep pursuing medical uh, assistance and the medications mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know but still to no avail now it was around this time also particularly in uh mid 1975 and Annalise's behavior became increasingly strange, odd, and dangerous. Uh, mm-hmm. She ate spiders. She yep. began, she would like rip off her, her clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, never slept. If she did, rarely, rarely slept. Yep. And also prayed like fervently, consistently, mm-hmm. constantly. And she would also, as well as eating the flies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She would urinate on the floor and lick up her own urine. I mean, come on now. You know. And that's epilepsy. And I mean, that's, that's neurotic epilepsy, I guess. That's seizures. I mean, that's, that's not seizures. That's like a a side effect of seizures. I don't know. I'm not mocking it. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm asking. And her mother would keep telling her, Annalise, that is not Kool-Aid. That is not Kool-Aid, yes. Annalisa, <laughs> keep keep it on the bed, please, so I can yeah. wash the sheets. Harvey, get the mop. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, come on now. And again, we're not mocking. Do not no, think absolutely we're, we'd not. be mocking. There's sometimes where you just got to throw the levity in. You have to. because And I do that anyway. No, he does. <laughs> but it's also, you know, consider this, this, this woman, you know, she's just wasting away, getting down to like, you know, 67 pounds by the time of her death, but she's still, according to eyewitnesses and family members, she displayed like superhuman strength. She uh, like throwing her sister across the floor like she was a rag doll. Yeah. I mean, you know, they've witnessed things. She, this, this one is interesting. This is, I mean, we weren't there. We don't know, but she was alleged to have actually held an apple in one hand mm-hmm. and crushed it crushed it yeah to the point where it like nearly exploded and you know just yep. shards of it, shards, yeah parts of the and apple went you, flying you know some people might think that's an easy thing to do but try it no it is not you can't um i was watching a video of these two guys that were talking about annalise and this one guy said you can squeeze an apple and crush it and he, <laughs> he had an apple as much as he tried with no. two hands everything no no possible way no absolutely not no possible way. And it shouldn't, it, you know, we shouldn't, uh, well, we should mention, I should say, Mike, that she also began to destroy all religious artifacts in her, you know, in, in her room, yeah. anywhere around her, you know, uh, religious symbols, rosaries, crucifixes, all that stuff. Uh, she yeah, wanted she, nothing she to do with that. Began to have a, a, an extreme aversion to anything religious, anything, any artifacts. She couldn't look at them. She couldn't walk by them after a while it, it got pretty extreme um and she also wrote um uh, quoting here i am nothing everything about me is vanity what should i do i have to improve you pray for me and also um and he also she also told uh alt 
that, uh, quote, I want to suffer for other people, but this is so cruel. Mm-hmm. So during all of this stuff, she still had that that would come out. Right. Yeah. She had moments of clarity yes. as well. You know, where, you know moment, well, I shouldn't even say moments, you know, she would have extended periods of time where yep. she seemed as well as normal as she could be. Right. I guess. Well, between, you know, like she had, would have these exorcisms one or two or three times a week and between exorcisms, you know, that would be quote normal, you know, and very clear mm-hmm. between at times. Right. So, you know, you know, and I don't, I'm, I'm assuming that this doesn't taste good, but she also uh, purportedly ate coal. So coal, uh, exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah. As you know, as, as we may that have was mentioned to already, get the taste of the urine out of her mouth, I think <laughs> kind of filtration. That's, good Lord, Mike. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's I'm fine. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. That, that, that it makes sense. It does, you know, get that nasty urine <laughs> taste out of your mouth. Now, we may have mentioned that, you know, after these, you know, or during all these uh, episodes, she was admitted into a psychiatric hospital, but that did not improve Annalie's uh, situation at all. And her depression just began to get, or began to deepen. It got worse and worse. She became more and more frustrated with medical intervention as nothing helped. Nothing helped. Long-term medical treatment uh, continued to prove unsuccessful. And her condition, including her depression, just continued to worsen over time. Uh, speaking of time, Mike, uh, we need to take our first time traveling excursion. We here. do. Uh, but the old clock on the wall says. Absolutely. It or does. on the screen, I should say. But um, <laughs> we're going to do a different time traveling excursion this time, and we're going to do it with a clear mind. Hey, you know what, Mike? I'm so glad that we discovered Magic Mind. Now, Mike, you and I were were turned on to Magic Mind because we were looking for something that would perk us up in the morning in a, in a, in a good way or without the caffeine jitters. And I think we found a product that is not only right for us, but will be right for our faithful listeners out there. Absolutely. It, a lot of natural ingredients, uh, matcha green tea that has natural L-theanine, uh, which reduces stress and anxiety, contains 130% more antioxidants of regular green tea. Now, I took this for three days in a row. Yes, you and did. I started out with the one day and I did feel some results, you know, very subtle, very good. It was good for throughout the day. And now the second day I took it, I felt results a little bit, a little bit more like it was building up. And the third day, I could feel great effects, more energy, clear headed. I could think better, you know, and as you take this over a period of time, it builds up and it's uh, like a long-term cognitive energy and stress maintenance. Uh, it, it, it tastes very good. It's just a one shot and you're good for the day. Filled with a lot of natural goodies in it. That's just going to brighten your day. It's going to increase your productivity. It's going to give you an energy boost. It's going to make you, as Mike said, feel a lot more clear headed, that clarity of mind that just helps you feel more creative and your day just flies by without those caffeine jitters. You want to have that energy boost in the morning, but you don't want to feel the anxious side effects. Magic Mind is the elixir drink for you. Go to www.magicmind.co slash anomaly. Enter the discount code anomaly, all capital letters, anomaly 20, and you're well on your way to that clear-minded energy boost you have been waiting for. Again, absolutely, go check out Magic Mind today. And we have returned from yet another successful time-traveling excursion. All right, Mike, um, we, we, we 
briefly touched on some of this stuff already, but I want to make sure that we get everything perfectly clear. Uh, we, we did mention that Annalise lived a very devout Catholic life, and after all these meds just continued to fail working for her, she began, as well as her family, began to blame or attribute her sufferings to demonic possession. Right. So and that's where they were convinced. They were convinced. Um, throughout the course of all these, like, I guess, religious rights, Annalise under, uh, under all these religious rights that she underwent, sorry, blah, 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 got marbles in my mouth. Uh, she was prescribed more and more antipsychotic drugs, which it is not certain if she took them or did not take them. That's, mm. It's yeah, not that's exactly. Uh, that's not exactly no, a known fact. Yeah, well, that could explain if they didn't so, work, yeah. just because she wasn't taking them. Right. Yeah, but you know, it's such a mixture of drugs, and so many, and and many at a very high yeah. dose. That couldn't yeah. have been good for either. I mean, back then, it, it the, you know, they were more freely prescribing drugs and strong drugs oh yeah yeah you know like well like my mother she when you know back in the 60s she had an open prescription for valium man she could take whatever she wanted to and when she was had an empty bottle she would go in wow and they'd refill it yeah no questions asked no matter how many times you know a month i mean she became very addicted because of it i mean you know back then it was different so she could really have been over medicated yeah, you think they'd start, you know, you know I mean, obviously we're not. That, that's got to be, oh, go ahead, sir. Well, you know, we're not medical experts, but you think when they have, right. you have so much, so many, you know, so much, I can't even think about it right now. My mind's garbled when I think about it. Do you think that all these meds would be counteracting against one another? Uh, absolutely. One another, that's you know? kind of the point I'm I'm getting at that, yeah. you know, um, could cause a lot of problems and ah, who knows. Now, it was in June of 1970, actually, uh, when Annalise suffered her third seizure while at the psychiatric hospital that we mentioned earlier. And then she was then prescribed anticonvulsants for the first time. And it is not known what drug she was actually prescribed. The name is not known. But what is known is that it did not bring any alleviation for her problems, for her symptoms. And she continued during this time to see those, quote-unquote, devil faces, the visions of the devil, right. demonic visions, and um, she just became more and more convinced that this medicine was not helping. And she was more and more adamant that her, her condition was based solely on, a, on demonic possession, essentially. Mm-hmm. So they, her and the family appealed to the church to perform an exorcism. And we mentioned that earlier today. It took a while for the bishop to finally approve that, but it did happen. But of course, during that same month, she was prescribed yet another drug. Uh, which is, I guess, I don't know how, if I'm pronouncing this right, Mike, Aolept is what it's called. Aolept, which is a mm. phenothiazine, which has general properties similar to those of chlorpromazine. Now we're getting really technical here. Yeah. Perisazine, perikiazine maybe? That's probably what it is. Perikiazine. Wow, I can't pronounce it. Is used in the treatment of various psychoses, including schizophrenia and other disturbing and I felt yeah. bad that I'm taking like 10 a day. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> now, then in November 1973, she was prescribed yet another drug, started treatment with a drug called Tegra, Tegretol. I cannot pronounce Tegretol. any yeah. of these things today. That's I have heard of that. It's a, um, 
If it's what I think of, uh, it's like an anti-seizure. It's an anti-epileptic drug. Yes. Anti-epileptic. Yeah. I've heard of that in in my line of work, actually. Absolutely. Now, this drug she actually <laughs> did take frequently up until her, her death. Uh, 1975, and Annalise was 23. An older woman who accompanied Annalise on a pilgrimage concluded that Annalise was suffering from demonic possession because... Annalise was unable to walk past a certain icon of Jesus Christ and refused to drink water of a holy, from a holy spring. Now, an exorcist in a nearby town examined Michael, Mikkel, I'm sorry, and returned a diagnosis of demonic possession. As we mentioned earlier, the bishop finally approved to perform, uh, finally approved and issued permission to perform the rite of exorcism. Yeah, and there's also the, uh, a shrine that. She had went to with, uh, I think, one of the priests, if I, oh, yeah, uh, well, Father Alt. Um, yeah. She was unable to enter a shrine. I'm reading this. Um, she approached it with the greatest hesitation. And this is from Father Alt that said this. Uh, then said the soil burned like fire and I couldn't stand it. She looked at the people who were kneeling in the area and praying um, surrounding the little garden. And it seemed to her that while praying, they were gnashing their teeth. She got as far as the edge of the garden and had to turn back. She had to avert her glance from a picture of Christ that mm -hmm. was there. Um, and she was also unable to look at uh, medals or pictures of saints that she said they sparkled so intensely that she couldn't stand it. That's weird. And, and that was uh, from Father Alt that uh, had said that. Now, during mm. this time, Annalise repeatedly told people that she felt truly believed that the devil was literally inside of her. Right. Um, more odd physical symptoms continued to happen, such as she would smell burnt feces, mm -hmm. and others said that she smelled of burnt feces. Right. Um, uh, yuck. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I if I'm familiar with the smell of burnt. Poop, I was gonna say, but... <laughs> what, what does burnt feces smell? Like? I don't. I don't want to find out. It, it's a bit naughty and a bit of a smoky smell to it. <laughs> but it is a bit naughty. Uh, it's a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say that's closer to the the dark brown flavor. I would say. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that meant. Uh, <laughs> that was a uh, uh, Austin Powers reference. Yeah, there, anyway, it's a bit naughty. We know. We know, Mike. <laughs> Now, uh, it should also be pointed out that, you know, um, Annalise, as we've mentioned several times, you know, her, she died, eventually passed away from starvation and dehydration. But Annalise herself said that she was, quote, not permitted to eat. And so right. she was starving mm -hmm. herself under this demonic influence, this demonic. Yeah. And uh, going back to her superhuman strength, even when she had um, gone down to this, like, uh, 80 pounds and 68 pounds, she still showed extra strength um, and taking many people to actually hold her down. Yeah, that's right. Now, you know, I explain that to me. I just, well, it's, it's not easily explained. It's not easily tossed aside as it's just, right. well, that's now, because she's under all these, you know, these meds and she has right. all these ailments. So it's like, no, um, I, I don't buy it. The only uh, point that I can put to it is, uh, you know, it's not the same because she had to have been so weakened at that point of being at, uh, such a, 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 a low weight. But um, in my work that I've done, not now, but uh, previously when I worked in group homes, 
and uh, there were people that um, that would get violent, even the smallest, yeah, you I, know, I know tiny little that. people. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if it's inhibition that they don't have or they don't realize, but they can be extremely difficult to keep under control uh, sure. yes. and they can show great strength. I've seen it. I've dealt with it. I was going to say you've experienced it. I have experienced it. And, uh, um, but like I said, you know, they were, you know, otherwise healthy, um, but definitely not, you know, overly muscular, overly showing any strength, but you know, that is a difference between that and Annalise because of, you know, what she'd been through and she was frail and getting so so much weight loss, she would, you wouldn't imagine that she would have that kind of strength, right. but you know, if there's anything there, like what I experienced, um, you know, who knows? Yeah. It's and amazing. It's it, yeah, amazing in a terrifying way. Uh, and these exorcisms, as I may have mentioned, they were so traumatic for everyone mm-hmm. involved and so yep. dr- draining and, you know, the physical exertion that is, that's put into these for both the exorcist and the, you right. know, the exorcy, you know. Yeah. Well, um, you know, you think about it, the uh you put all of these together that that one frail young woman that's not eating, that is not eating and plus taking all these meds. Yeah, I mean, come on. That is gotta be hard on your stomach. Oh god, you know, I hard mean on your, your system and you know uh uh and all these exorcisms, the the intensity of them and the 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 length of time that uh, they were doing them and the time, how many times a week they did them sometimes up to four hours at a time. Yeah. How can, how can a frail thing like this survive that alone? I mean, all, and then everything put together on top of it. And she didn't survive, obviously. She didn't survive it, but look at how long she did survive it. No, this was, this this was like, I mean, each day had to be wearing at her, taking her down until, you know, I think the whole package um, was the end of her, not just the malnutrition and the, and the dehydration. Well, yeah. That, I mean, it just, I mean, everything together, just there's, there's a, no way of surviving that. There's a reason that the priests were charged with manslaughter. Absolutely. And, uh, the know, two priests and the parents. And I believe they were convicted of negligent manslaughter. And they the were parents, negligent, yeah. negligent manslaughter, but they didn't serve any time. It they was, uh, they uh, suspended for three years. And um, uh, probation. And that's, you know, that's that's a big part of the movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. They do go into that uh, mm-hmm. fairly, fairly well, if I, re- if I recall correctly. Um, yeah. I mean, we're, we're not going to get into the legal side of this, no, this but, story. But the, the, uh, uh, the parents, they uh, had that same conviction, but um, uh, the law in that community, country, whatever, at that time they take into consideration what the parents have already been through that they have suffered through this themselves. Mm-hmm. So that is taken into consideration about how they're sentenced and, uh, sure. um, you know, in, in the end of it. So it's like, they don't want to add more. They don't want to add to what they've already been through themselves. Yeah. yeah. I kind of, I kind of like that idea. <laughs> that makes, oh, sure. makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Now again, like oh, oh, this was over a course of 10 months that she went through these 67 right exorcisms as you said mike some of them up to four hours mm-hmm. in length 
Yeah. No, they had totally given up on the psychiatric treatments by this time, and they're solely focusing on these exorcisms in hope, in a vain hope that this would somehow help their daughter, help her herself. You know, she was well aware. She was requesting this as well, but nothing, nothing, not even the exorcisms would, would, would help whatsoever. She was still refusing medical care, and that's another thing that's brought up legally. We won't talk right. talk about that, but they say she herself was the one who declined. She began declining all this medical care. She refused to eat again. She said she was under the influence of this demonic, whatever you want to call well, it. Well, five demonic uh, entities. Thank you for saying that, Mike. Yeah, we're going to share some of this just uh, uh, gives me the willies just thinking about <laughs> some of this audio from her from her exorcisms. Yeah. And at one point, she says that she is actually inhabited by five different spirits at the mm-hmm. time, that being of Cain, Judas, Nero, Lucifer himself, and finally, last but not least, Hitler. Um, yeah. And Mike, you know, as jokingly as you said, and we're not, <laughs> we don't want to... Uh, uh, insult our, any of our German listeners, but Mike said like that the German language just adds to the terror of this audience. I'm sorry, I, you know. Hey, Patrick, you are extremely. I am 100 German. German yeah. uh, Patrick von Koffenberg, <laughs> love right. you to death, but your language is that frightens me. <laughs> your language frightens me. But uh, yeah, well, when you take that, you take the 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 sound of the voice, what she's saying the intensity of it and then you you put it all in a german words yeah. i mean it it is frightening no it does it does yeah. <laughs> and again we're not mocking anything by any no means. absolutely not i now, have great respect now again you know again refusing to eat under the influence of this demon who was inhabiting her and talking about her death her eventual death this is annalise herself saying that she needs to die being uh, and her death needs to be a form of atonement for other right. people's sins. On July 1st, Annalise Mikkel died in her sleep. The autopsy report stated that her death resulted from malnutrition, dehydration due to the almost one year of semi starvation, during which time the rites of exorcism were also performed. So, again, just that's just an awful that's a fatal combination. It just simply is absolutely a, a fatal combination. Now, Mike, let's. <laughs> Let's set aside some of the some of the the names and the and the the numbers, so to speak. Here, I don't want to say stats, you know, but let's talk about this on a personal level mm-hmm. for, for a second. I just want to ask you straight up right now. Well, okay. should, uh, should I ask you after the audio? Maybe I'll ask you after we share some <laughs> of the audio. That might the audio me. that I've heard too many times already, I which know. is still every time I hear it now. Yeah is just inspiration for my artwork that I'm going to be doing. Absolutely. So well, you know, I, I would I'm, probably I'm sure... be listening to this while I'm doing the artwork. There you go. There you go. Now I'm sure listeners of the paranormal zone, chances are they're also fans of all things paranormal, obviously, including paranormal programming, such as like ghost adventures. And I bring, mm. I bring that up because Zach Bagans, you know, world renowned paranormal investigator, Zach Bagans, um, he seems to have a, uh, what's the word proclivity or and he's apt to blame almost everything on demonic um, issues going on and, and a lot of his a lot of the hauntings they investigate yeah. he's like so quick to say demon yeah. demon demonic demon now uh, Mike yeah. you and I go back and forth so often it's like well is it truly demonic or is it just 
you know, if this guy was a dick in real life, he's going to be a dick in the afterlife. I mean, right. or do or do we separate the two? Where are you sitting on that one? That's a loaded question. I know it is. Well, but... you know, I, I, I'm still working on it, but um, I, you have to take every bit of it, every piece that you can investigate or research on it to yeah. make that decision. I mean... No, that's very true. No, I, I you know, kind of like what we're doing with this. I mean, yeah, we're you know, learning while we do this too, and we oh, love and, hey, we love talking it out. You know, you right. know it might you seem know, and, seem odd, but hey, we learn from each other. <laughs> yeah, and you know, after this, we're going to record our our last call. But you could actually kind of put a, put that at the end of this as well. You know, oh uh, sure, yay or nay? Is this that's very you know, true? Demonic or psychotic? Very, 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 very true. Very but speaking true. of Zach Bagans, um. Can what I... nationality do you think he is? I have an idea. What What do I think he is? What nationality do you think he is? What nationality with that is last name? With Zach Bagans? He's a hobbit. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Bilbo. Bilbo Bagans. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I, before I forget, I do want to say during one particular exorcism, uh, it might have been the same one where she claimed that the five spirits were in her, inhabiting her. She also, and this is according to Father Renz, I believe, um, he said that she started rattling off facts that she just shouldn't really know exactly. anything about. Yeah. One in particular, she knew details of one Valentine Fleischmann, mm-hmm. who was an excommunicated priest, excommunicated way back in the 1500s. And this, right. this info was kept under wraps. You know, this is a big deal for the Catholic Church, you know, and mm-hmm. she had like inside not common knowledge, not common knowledge. She had inside knowledge. And that's, oh, that really makes you think, too. Right. I mean, did she just do a deep dive? Was she a, a regular library visitor you know, and yeah. secretly studying? Or did she somehow know stuff that she just... It's shouldn't? just one of, the, uh, one of the little tidbits that adds to credibility of some type of something, paranormal Something event. paranormal is going on, absolutely. Uh, we, we did mention, I'm just finalizing or reading the, some of my final notes here. We did mention 1978, both the parents and priests were charged with neg- negligent death, found guilty of manslaughter, but did not serve time. Annalise's last words, Mike, please absolution were her last right. uttered words. That's, that's, that's just sad to me. It is. It I is. Mean, it's I, the entire story is, is sad. Now, there were you know, some contradicted reports between um, the fathers and doctors involved. Yeah. Um, if we've gotten to the part where we're talking about her death and after, yeah, the autopsy needs to be addressed. Mike, take it, Mike, if you got, if you want to oh. dive into that or am I putting you on the spot there? <laughs> um, well, there is a complete autopsy done and... Uh, uh, of course, they they did a complete autopsy on the brain itself. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, you know, brains they show signs physically of epileptic. Yep. Easy for you to say. You know, things like that. They show they show signs of damage. You know, that's what it is. It was completely normal. Healthy, normal. Nothing showed even remotely. Anything that would cause seizures or yeah. um, epilepsy or anything was completely normal. How does that happen? So that shows that she did not have epilepsy. She did not have something in her mind, her brain, I mean, that 
caused seizures. There wasn't something physically not from her brain. Yeah, there wasn't a physical cause. You know, there wasn't a root physical cause for this for these experiences. You know, and yeah. the, like the, I believe the doctor, one doctor, uh, uh, Doctor Roth, I have written down, or Doctor Richard Roth, um, he said that she had no external injuries. <laughs> right, but just look at those pictures. Yeah, the pictures of of the uh, exorcisms and at her death. I mean, was he looking there at the same? Picture. Was he looking at the same person? I mean, come on here. Yeah, there is there are there is a picture of her after she passed away. Mm. Um, you, uh, I know you've seen it, but I don't know. You kind of have to read to to see that. To I mean, you realize when you look at it, that's a, a person that is ceased yeah. to exist I, I was like don't go monty python right there yeah <laughs> i was waiting for you to do that no <laughs> god <damn it>. um <laughs> god you got me thinking <laughs> no i'm sorry <sighs> anyway sorry. um uh the face was ex- her face was extremely marked yeah. under the eyes the you know the the lips the um they're black the, you know they're yeah, the sunken was, and, cheeks and, black eyes and, yeah and that's going to be my artwork i'm going to be doing mike's already getting uncomfortable i can see it he's, he's but, moving around know, his chair he's adjusting himself Ugh. but like i told i've told you this before that uh when i do a a major piece of artwork uh whenever i have i've researched them greatly and that really puts me into doing it uh doing it how it needs to be done and how i want it done and this has been the deepest research i've done on you know any piece of artwork I've done. So I'm thinking this is going to turn out pretty good. It's going to be awesome. I'm just worried that you're going to be, it's going to be creepy. It's going to be creepy. It's going to be awesome because you are super talented at what you do, Mike, with your artwork. I'm just hoping that you're going to survive this. (laughs) I will. Maybe it's just going to be good therapy for me, but there you go. But you still need to to, come up with a subject. I do. When we're done with them, they will be posted and we'll see what kind of opinions we get about and you know what? This and if they want, if, if if listeners, if you want us to do it again, we'll do it. Well, I was going to say, um, what better time to throw on that plug, Mike? Um, I hate absolutely. I hate Go for that, it, man. If you guys are interested in our artwork, um, that's another Patreon plug, our Patreon perk, I should say. Uh, you can join our Patreon page for as little as a buck a month. We have darn near mike i was gonna say damn and i changed it to darn so i said near 250 <laughs> exclusive posts available already we're just getting rolling including 45 episodes recorded solely for our patreon page if you enjoy what you're hearing we guarantee you're gonna love our patreon page but several several perks um you can get a sticker uh, <laughs> i haven't uh, gotten mine oh well, don't well say, it said well, that, that there's a problem with my emailing address. Yeah, yeah, but. that's that's on your end, your end. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. But you know, we're 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 getting into the mugs, we're getting into the 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 hoodies. We're getting serious about this. Uh, we we would love and appreciate your support. If you enjoy what you're listening to, check out our Patreon page again. You can join up for a month for one buck, or three bucks, or five bucks, whatever you prefer. We'd love to see you there. And it's not a waste of your time or ours. We're passionate about it. We're having fun. You can find our Definitely not a waste of our time. No. You can find our exclusive own personal ghost hunting audio and video clips on the Patreon page. Uh, You want to hear some kind of cool, weird, bizarre EVPs and maybe some wacky video of Mike and I running around cemeteries? Well, (laughs) go to the Patreon page. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, Well, Mike, um, let's take a time traveling excursion here. 
Got it. And let's come back. Let's wrap this up. And we're going to have to share some of that audio. Yes. You can't do anything about Annalise without sharing audio. Um, Yeah, we need to prepare ourselves. So uh, hold on, boys and girls. This is going to be utterly seamless for you because I quite frankly don't have my soundboard up on the screen, so I can't play the time travel. Won't be seamless for me because I got to go to the bathroom. All right. Sounds good. All right. Hold on, (laughs) boys and girls. We shall be right back. And we are back after yet another successful time traveling excursion, as promised. Okay, Mike, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you yeah, ready? I'm always ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, the tragic story of Annalise and Mikkel, Um, We highly encourage you all to, you know, if you're interested and you want to learn more, um, the info is out there. Uh, do, do some search, do some research. Um, learn as much as you can about this story and, you know, decide for yourself. Um, yeah. Again, we we tackle everything, all of our topics with an open mind. And, well, long-time listeners know where I sit on this, that's for sure. And uh, <laughs> Mike's a little, we're not so sure how Mike thinks about it. So I'll have yeah, to, but boy, I tell you, I'll have it's to like ask every him. time we do stuff like this, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It makes you think, doesn't it? Well, we're going to share some audio here from the actual exorcism tapes of Annalise again. 67 exorcism this poor woman was put under was put through i should say which out of these exorcisms they actually came came out with 42 actual audio audio recordings yeah and uh interesting to you said you would listen through well the one i have here uh, you can find us on youtube it's just called rare unedited recordings right of of the 67 exorcisms of annalise mckell the oh, real Emily Rose. Yeah. So, and I'm, you know, this is an hour and a half long clip right here. So, and I'm not, we're not going to play the whole hour. No, and a half, hell no. <laughs> no, I want to sleep tonight. I want to sleep. Yes. <laughs> um, and again, God bless Annalise. I mean, if you're out there somewhere, yes. um, we, uh, we're doing and this her because family and yes. her mother as much as whatever. And the priests, I mean, they were only doing what they believed. That's true. Was needed to be done. They weren't maliciously doing anything. Thank you for even even though her mother was, uh, you know, very strict and overly, you know, strict, whatever. But you know, (laughs) she was strict and and overly strict. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There is a difference, but um, they're true. You know, they were they were doing what they believed, what they were raised uh, to believe, and and what was needed to be done uh, no malicious anything yeah no i agree and thank you yeah. for, point, for bringing that up that's a good point yeah uh, and i'm just going to kind of i'm going to i'm going to play it for a while mike i'm going to pause it give us a time to breathe a sure. little bit and i'll jump back yeah. and forth time uh, to change my underwear yeah a mike might times. Have, yep, change underwears uh uh might have to clean up a little bit of the urine on your floor um <laughs> Yes, but with a towel. With a towel. Mike won't be licking up his own urine here. So, <laughs> Although that'd be a funny thing for Patreon. <laughs> no. No. Oh, come on. No. Yeah, I know. I don't have my soundboard pulled up. Damn it. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. I'll just do it. No. 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 <laughs> All right, here we go, Mike. Are uh, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let me know how well this is coming through, by sure. the way. Um, some of these, I mean... They're, it's quiet at some points, and then she'll yeah. start screaming. And it might get loud. We don't want yeah. we don't want to terrify anybody out there. Not always hard to understand, but uh, right, right. You, you will definitely get the point. There are tapes out there too, or there are versions out on YouTube where they have the subtitles of what she is saying. Right, and that so does help. Absolutely does. help. Now, this is a warning to so people who don't want to hear this. Uh, you can tune out right now. Thank you for for listening, because um, yeah. I know 
I know there's some people out there who can't handle this. And I, I don't blame put them. your big, big boy, big girl panties <laughs> on. Ah, that's true, too. <laughs> All right, here we go. Without any further ado, here comes some audio. Okay, are you okay, Mike? Yeah, um, you know, it, 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 there is some difficulty in hearing it, and I would suggest using headphones. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But uh, um, that's just but, a yeah, little still bit there. creepy. Um, you, she's literally growling. Yes, ach du lieber. You can <laughs> no, 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 no love involved there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's continue, Mike. Okay, just let me yeah. know. Let me know how 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 you're doing. If you're traumatized, or oh, I'm good. All right, all right, here we go. I'm going to play again. All right, I need to breathe there for a second. A couple of those mm. spots kind of creep me out a little bit. Um, yeah, you know, granted, um, this voice that she's speaking in, yeah, um, I think a person normal person or a, a girl like this can probably make that sound right and sound like that and not and it not be a de demonic voice that's coming through her yes no i agree but, with that you know 
that's just one of the things too that you you have to kind of weigh in there it's like hmm well it, it's creepy it sounds demonic but could she or did she make this voice on her own you know because i can change my voice to sound oh, absolutely terrifying no i know i, I don't want to hear it either, so <laughs> <laughs> no but i I, I have. I, I have. No, it's it's that's a good point, Mikey. We need to bring that up. I mean, she sure. definitely could be manipulating her her vocal cords on her own consciously. Right. But then again, you know, but why would she be right, doing exactly. this when she? It, it, they didn't the, gain anything, right? That's what I was getting this. to. Yeah, the parents and the priests. What did they gain? You Nothing. know, uh, a conviction of of right negligent homicide. And you know she, what were their lives like after for the rest of their lives? I mean, and she died. They didn't, exactly, they didn't gain anything. I mean, the parents and the priest. You know what? What were they left with for the rest of their lives? I mean, um, uh, you know, something that they would have chosen not to go through. Absolutely, you know, there's no. You know, they didn't get anything out of a book deal or anything. There's sure, not. Did they? There's not one positive thing that came from this young woman. Absolutely, this young woman dying and this young woman going through these exorcisms. Yeah. not and one it's, thing. It's it's too far to go for. Oh, let's just get some attention. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, slightly. let's get some news notoriety or whatever. No, no you know. Let's... So th there's all these things back and forth that you have to think of and look at that uh, um, that can go either way. But why? Why would it go? As a as a fraud, as a as a fake. Yeah, that's the question. Uh, but let's mm. get back to the audio here again, Mike. And just just as a warning, make sure not to talk because I have to crank up the computer audio here to hear this. And so if oh, you if you well. or I say something when this is playing, it's going to blow out our listeners' um, eardrums. <laughs> so. All right. Well, then Patrick has just uh, disciplined me, and I, I have. have listened, <laughs> and I will take note disciplined you good lord jerk did i just embarrass you or something <laughs> no did I, did I embarrass okay you? i understand yeah now he calls me a jerk now too no. i'm ready all right are you are you sure i'm do you want me to edit that out or do, you, do i did i did i make you feel like a little man <laughs> no 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 okay i was just joking anyway levity levity sure, sure you were sure you were all right <laughs> yeah we're getting ornery here i can tell all right <laughs> well, we're getting demon possessed all right here we go here comes Okay, one another breather for me. Um we'll play a couple more 
like another minute or two, but I need uh, or two. But uh, I feel bad, Mike. I didn't mean to discipline you on air. Now you <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> you I, didn't. I feel like I need to throw. You're pointing out a, a fact uh, that <laughs> that is uh, best brought out to save the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I just tell you, I'm, nope, I'm so such I totally a, agree with you. I'm a I'm a strict disciplinarian. I tell you. <laughs> And you're Catholic. And I'm Catholic, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, nothing against Catholics. <laughs> no, or Germans. So we've already nailed <laughs> Or Germans, that's right. Uh, but yeah, I'm I mean. Both. I'm both. Again, you know, the, listening to that voice, you know, at the risk of repeating ourselves, it is possible to make it. But my gosh, I mean, her vocal cords had just been shredded after these. Uh, yeah. You know, it's. And again, what is, why? Why would she be doing this? Is there any yeah. possibility? I don't know. I'm not a medical expert. Is there any possibility that this is, she's having some sort of odd seizure during these exorcisms and that's affecting yeah. her vocal cords? I don't yeah. think so, but is that a possibility? I mean, I, I don't know what type of seizure would can be. do things like that, you know, like. Yeah, there you, you know. go. I mean, meds, could, she could be having a total neurotic fit almost yeah. you know or a psychosis yeah. a moment of psychosis Very corrosive like on the throat um yeah you know after so much medications and uh, yeah who knows but and then again like i said before uh, between exorcisms she was normal or yeah you know so to speak or clear clarity mm -hmm. and wasn't speaking like that so i don't know well, I'm going to so share so much to think about. Let's just play a, uh, just like another minute of it. I'm going to click it randomly. I don't know what we're going to be playing. Uh, okay. They Spin might, of the wheel. Yeah. Maybe they'll be, you know, singing the tune to the Flintstones or something. I have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> All right. One second, boys and girls. <clears throat> Okay, wait a minute. I'm done. That one kind of that that last one. I've never heard that before. That one creeped me out. Um, her voice changed during yeah. that one. That got like you got you you heard the bass, like yeah, the depth. I, I've never heard that one before. I'm kind of I'm feeling chills down my I, legs and my yeah. Arms. That's why I stopped that one because <laughs> I don't want to listen to any of that anymore. That that yeah, sounded I, animalistic. It, yeah, very. I I but I am embracing it because, and I, I'm taking this on as like I don't want to keep bringing up this artwork piece that I'm going to do, but um, I'm getting less and less creeped out. Maybe I'm getting used to it the more I've heard it, but I'm looking at it and use and listening to it as more of the uh, the research and inspiration thing. But boy, that last recording that yeah. I've never heard before, man, that was pretty intense. And that was just a random spot. That was about 49 minutes into that recording well, right there. So th it wasn't random then. It was chosen by Ufta. 
by uh, Nero or or oh god no 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 don't don't, don't start saying whoever that. you're gonna bring you're gonna start bringing out the the little scared Catholic boy in me here and I'm gonna be like <laughs> I'm gonna have nightmares tonight so you know speaking of these five um, demons um, there was this part I wish I had wit- written the notes down more but uh, um, about this but when they were talking and I think it was the priest was asking one of the demons coming through about Hitler and they it was something about what Hitler was supposedly had said in this, uh, in these uh, exorcisms or, but um, the demon that answered that was Hitler has no say here. Oh H- gosh. Hitler I missed that. Oh yeah. Man. Hitler, Hitler is uh, basically saying that, that he's like a, a minor role he's, in this yeah. demon line of demons. He's nothing compared to what really is out there. Of, of what the other ones and what is really, Ooh. really there yet. He I, has no say in this and he is nothing. He is. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And that's Hitler for God's sakes. And that was Hitler. Yeah. That they were saying this Ooh. about, I wish I would have written them those notes down, but, hey. but I found that pretty fascinating. That is fascinating and creepy. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done with this. Uh, <laughs> again, no yeah. disrespect to the family or Annalise, but I, that last audio clip kind of kind of yeah. derailed me a little bit. But uh, but like we said, so much information on the internet. Just Google. There is. And, yeah, yeah. And you know, do a, a Google image search on on this, and uh, it's amazing. And you put those photographs together with this audio and the whole story, and um, it's it's fascinating, mm-hmm. but it's terrifying horrifying and and extremely um sad that's the key word you know that is the key word um mike let's let's um wrap up this episode here thank you very much everybody for tuning in we hope you enjoyed this we hope you found it fairly informative and entertaining um we 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 do our best uh any final words mike we kind of covered this pretty um top to bottom and shared some creepy ass audio yeah. Any, any parting final words for this episode, Mike? Well, uh, uh, what are your thoughts? It, just, it boils down to three things. Is it faked? Is it psychological? Is it demonic? And you know, you, and uh, that's a great question. The, the, fake, the fake part is totally thrown out. There's just no possible way, no possible reason. And uh, it's it just not possible. Impossible, I would have to say. I agree. So is it psychological? Is it medical? Is it demonic? Can, <sighs> can we say it's a combination of them? Or, is it, or if, if, if the basis of it is demonic in nature, the psychological and the medical aspects just kind of add to... Oh, they add to it. The exactly. already depraved yep. situation that she was unfortunately in. And yep. Man, that's a... That's it's a, all part of... Maybe maybe the, the the psychological and the and and the uh, the medical all the the remedies that were tried were all part of the demonic plan. Okay, we're gonna put this girl through. You know, that's a every great issue point. that you yeah. can imagine. It's gonna be what we can do, and it's gonna be what the what uh, society, religion, and and uh, 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 the medical world is going to add to it yeah. and we're going to make sure that that's the way it happens man mm. what do you guys think what do you think of the tragic story of annalise mckell uh we'd like to hear from you we have our we have our thoughts i 
I personally think that she was possessed. Just, I mean, that might be my Catholic upbringing. It really could. And I just think that all the other <sighs> issues added on to the tragic nature of her story. I, that's that's my that's my take, and I'm sticking to it. So um, okay, then I'm going to put my take on it too. Is, then oh, go ahead, Mike. Please do. And this, I'm being totally honest. I'm not being uh, whatever about it, but you're not poo pooing it. Not poo pooing it at all. <laughs> but what was wrong with this woman, and what affected the whole family and the priests in every way? I am going to say that it was possession oh my gosh you had me dangling there mike i thought you were going to go the other way okay but i did not put demonic possession on there oh please elaborate that is what i'm working on it is a possession but what is it that possessed her interesting okay there is a difference i'm not ready to just throw throw my hat in on yes demonic possession is a hundred percent reality true that's very true possession absolutely man that's okay i'll take that i'll take it yep stay tuned in one of these episodes coming up everybody might be uh surprised their pants are gonna fall down <laughs> so surprised their pants is magically yeah. unbuttoned and they'll listen <laughs> to the entire episode with their pants around their ankles or something like yes that. will sure. mike finally fall into the trap of demonic possession is real stay tuned and we will find out what a teaser what a tease (laughs) i i'm the disciplinarian and mike's the tease so there you go i'm the tease that sounds like some sort of weird sadomasochism going on there. yes you should see when i tease with feathers no i don't want to please don't (laughs) it's a nice big ostrich feather (laughs) or do you have well i i I picture you like with jesse the body ventura boa feathers wrapped around your neck and stuff oh it's not me wearing the feathers it's what i do okay i don't want to okay we're done (laughs) we're done all right well thank you again everybody for tuning in mike until next time what do our pals of the paranormal need to do oh after an episode like this just go and peace out 